another episode of music mania i'm anna and i'm isabella and this podcast is basically just overviews of the music industry including artists songs anything trending or anything really important and today this should be the last well the last part of this season these are the last two episodes and we're going to be doing them on taylor swift but she has a lot to cover, so this will be spread out into two episodes. The first one will basically be all about her music, and then the second one will be about any scandals, anything else she was on. So make sure you check that out whenever you're done with this one. Um, so starting off, Taylor Swift's full name is Taylor Allison Swift, and she was born in Pennsylvania in on December 13, 1989, which is important because she names an, uh, an album after that date. Um, yeah, so she takes after her grandma, who had been a professional opera singer, and throughout her childhood, she sang at a lot of local events. I think she sang like the the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, the Star Spangled Banner, and she also played instruments like the guitar. Um, she her career really started off when she started traveling to Nashville, where she co-wrote a lot of songs and began um, getting herself involved in the music industry. Um, her career really started when she was 13 in 2004, where her family sold her farm in Pennsylvania and they moved to Tennessee so she could pursue a career in country music. Um, she had an amazing performance at a cafe that helped her sign a contract with a man named Scott Borchetta. No, it was with, um, Scott Borchetta Big Machine Records. It was that company. I was going to say it after. Oh, all right. Okay, well, that was in Nashville because they moved there so that she could be closer in Nashville, which is where it's like a big music hub, especially for country music, which was what she was pursuing at first, although she tended to kind of um, slowly go away from country music as her music developed. Um, In 2006, she released her first track called Tim McGraw, which became a top 10, uh, which became a top 10 hit on the country charts. And then that same year in October, the song appeared on her self-titled debut album, which sold 5 million copies, which is obviously really big for her. She released a single called Our Song, which became the number one country music song and moved on to other successful tracks of hers called Teardrops on My Guitar, Picture to Burn, and Should Have Said No, which Teardrops on My Guitar was probably one of my favorites from that album. I have never heard it. I have like a video of me singing it. It's like seven. No, oh, really? Yeah. But um, in 2008, she was nominated for Grammys and released an album titled Fearless, which will be very significant when we get into later into her timeline. And then she hit the top of both the country and pop music charts where she stayed for 11 weeks. And by the end of the year, she became the highest selling country artist of 2008. Um, for this, she like she won a lot of awards for this, but we're really gonna cover awards in the next episode, so make sure you check that out. Um, right after that, she began picking up more fame. Like her concert tickets started selling out really fast. She made an appearance on Saturday Night Live as a, both a host and a musical guest. 
uh, that takes us to 2010 when she released another album called Speak Now, which featured the hit songs Mean, Ours, Spark, and Spark Fly. The album was a total success. It debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart, and it sold more than one million copies in the first week. Um, I know Mean is kind of a popular song, so I'm going to put in a a little clip of it here. Someday I'll be living in a big old city And all you're ever gonna be is mean Yeah, that was in the um, Speak Now album. Uh, and then that goes to 2012. Yeah, and in 2012, she released another album called Red, that featured the hit single, We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, which topped out 1 million in its first week of its sales. And it's also a really, really popular song. So we're probably gonna insert a clip of it. Yeah, so um, Taylor Swift has a lot of like songs that are really played on the radio. Her then album after that, the, no, sorry, the album Red included a lot of famous songs like 22 that goes like, um, it's like, I don't know about you, but feeling I'm feeling 22. Why did I like blank out? And also I knew you were trouble. Those were really re- played on the radio. I still hear them sometimes, but kind of more throwbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Following that album, she released 1989, which was the year she was born, but that was released in 2004, and it holds most of her famous songs, really, um, probably the ones you are most familiar with. It includes Shake It Off, which reached the top of the pop charts, and it led her to um, dropping another song called Blank Space, which is another really popular song. Throughout a big time period within the music industry where there were a lot of low album sales, 1989 moved more than 1.2 million copies in its first week. And she was the first artist to top the 1 million mark in opening week sales for three albums. She released a song called Bad Blood that featured Kendrick Lamar, where there's a music video for the song that debuted in the 2015 Billboard Music Awards, where she plays a character called Catastrophe, where she recruited other celebrities like Cindy Crawford, Lena Dunham, and a lot of other friends of hers, where she appears very like tough and fights people and stuff. In February of 2016, she opened up the 58th annual Grammy Awards with another track from 1989 called Out of the Woods, where she won a Grammy for Album of the Year, making music history as the first woman to win the award twice. Okay, so about 1989, because it's probably like the beginning of her um, becoming really, really popular. So in 1989, one of her most, which is her, like the album that kind of made her popular um, in the US especially, those songs include Welcome to New York, Blank Space, Style, Out of the Woods, All You Had to Do Was Stay, Shake It Off, I Wish You Could, Bad Blood, Wildest Dreams, How You Get the Girl, This Love, I Know Places, Clean, Wonderland, You Are in Love, and New Romantics. Um, out of all of those, my favorite is probably Blank Space, just because it's really, really catchy to me. It goes a little bit like this. So it's gonna be forever, or it's gonna go down in flames. 
part of Blank Space. And then Bella, what is your favorite? My favorite song is probably Style. I just, I like the song in general. And Style is the one that goes like this. So yeah, again, those are only two of the songs in there. She has a lot of more, a lot more songs that were hits inside that album. Um, in late August 2017, she announced that she would release another album called Reputation, which is in November. And like the cover and the image of the overall album was of a snake. Uh, oh gosh, she has so many albums. I know, there's so many. Yeah, okay. Um, she debuted her first single, Look What You Made Me Do, on August 24th, which is the one that's like, look what you made me do. We'll just put a clip of it. But I got smarter, I got harder in the nick of time. Honey, I rose up from the dead, I do it all the time. I got a list of names and yours is in red under. Uh, yeah, so that, in that music video, she played characters, and all, which kind of represented all misrepresentations that people had or like assumed about her. So it's really good. You should definitely check out the music video. And the video had more than 19 million views on YouTube within the first day. I don't think I've seen it. What? Um, her reputation album sold 1.5 million copies in the United States over its first four days. Okay. And then on April 26th of 2019, she, she debuted a song called Me with Brandon Yuri, who is the front singer of Panic at the Disco, along with the music video of the two singing and dancing that became her first single from her seventh studio album, Lover, with a very popular song called You Need to Calm Down. Right. So the album Lover was the only album to sell one million copies in the U.S. in 2019. And then that takes us um, to 2020 and in February of 2020 with the release of the music video for The Man in which she donned a beard and a suit to take aim at the unchecked behavior of wealthy and privileged men. Um, so Taylor Swift has been really front forward about her political standpoints um, and social issues that are happening like that are currently happening like I know she announced that she was going to vote for Biden and she became like a endorsement for him during his campaign in 2020. Um, on July 23rd, 2020, she announced on Instagram that she would be releasing her eighth studio album called Folklore, and it had 16 tracks, and it debuted that next day at midnight, and then on December 10th, 2020, she announced again that she was going to drop a surprise album at midnight titled Evermore, Personally, Folklore, for me, I liked it. I don't really like Evermore that much. I think I listened to a couple of its songs, but I did like Folklore somewhat. Yeah, I liked Folklore better than Evermore, but there is a song off of Evermore, I think, called Willow that I actually like. Oh, okay. So, focusing on Folklore, uh, it went on to win Album of the Year, the 2021 Grammys, and she also made history that year because she was the only female solo artist to win that award three times, which is amazing. Um, so in the album Folklore, which is not her newest one, but her second newest one, the songs include, there's a deluxe version out there, but the songs include the number one, Cardigan, The Last Great American Dynasty, Exile, My Tears Ricochet, Mirrorball, 
7 August. This is me trying Illicit Affairs, Invisible String, Mad Woman, Epiphany, Betty, Peace, Hoax, and Lakes. Um, out of all of those, my favorite is Cardigan, which goes like this. Baby kiss it there to ride. And when I felt like I was an old cardigan under someone's bed. And then Bella, what is your favorite? And then my favorite song is Seven. And it goes like this. And though I can't recall your face, I still got love for you. Okay, so wrapping this up, that's all about Taylor Swift and her music history. Make sure to check out that second episode about Taylor Swift that details all the awards, scandals, and drama she was in, which should be up shortly, probably in the next couple of days. Um, that's all for today. That, but that's all for today's episode, and we'll see you guys next time.